two A's in the mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's, mirror, mirror, uh-huh. Three K's, two A's in the mirror, uh-huh. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we Welcome back, saints, Christian friends, Muslims, black Israelites, seven-day Adventists, Jehovah's Witnesses. The devil been busy this week, but we here, we podcasting. You in the dojo, baby. Welcome to another episode on Black and Both Sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X, and my esteemed... World-renowned, locally known, universally recognized co-host, 9 out of 10 Dennis. That 10th Dennis, you own that shit. Put your hands together, in your mind, for Mr. B Honest. What's up, B? What's going on, man? I, for a second, I thought we were going to get to rank on the New Orleans Saints fans. for I didn't Because you started with Saints. And I thought, you know, immediately, because the Super Bowl is coming up, that's what I thought of. The fact that they will not be in the building, as Jay Smooth says. Nowhere near Atlanta. Don't even come to Atlanta. We don't want to see you here. Don't even come if you got a ticket. Stay home. If you rented a BM, an Airbnb, just stay home anyway. We don't want to see you. Just stay in New Orleans. That's my PSA to you, uh, New Orleans Saints. Or ain'ts this year. Well, damn. Let it not be said that Bionis' level of petty cannot go to extraordinary lengths. It's been a whole week, man. You really, you, you really still about this, about this whole, Fuck. you know, talking shit life. You should be happy Fuck they're not there. Them. Fuck them. They got billboards in my city right now. Tell about the refs blew the call. They got real billboards downtown. Say who that? Well, say the, the, the refs ain't blew yeah. the call. Fuck out here. Be honest. Did you watch the game? Yes. Did you see the refs blow the call? More than one, but it wasn't just for the Saints that got No, no, no. We're talking about something very specific. Okay. Talking about a rule that's been in place for the last, I don't know, four or five years of you can't do that. Can't do what? When that defensive receiver is going for a football, you cannot run through him helmet to helmet and nothing happened. Oh, yeah. It but was astonishing. It was shocking. Lots of calls were missed. Lots of calls. You know, the thing is, though, is when I, since I've been a little kid, I'm talking about a little bitty, uh, half half the, the the size of a human, adult human, they told us, do not let the refs control the outcome of the game. You have to make sure that you're winning the whole game. Don't rely on the refs to save your life. So stop it. I don't want to hear that. Refs make mistakes. They're humans. The inconvenient truth, well, there's two. One, be honest, do you know where most of the referees are based that were calling that game? Where they're based? What do you mean by where they live? Yep. Uh, let me guess, L.A.? Southern California. Okay. You think there's bias? You think that they, they, they call the game with bias? I don't know. I don't. Let me rephrase. There was a bunch of missed calls in the game, but that specific call right. is not what we've been doing. Okay, so, so to miss that specific call in the NFC Championship is odd to say the least. But in any event, they're not replaying it. The Saints are not going. Not. In not, my mind, no, no, hold on, hold on. the Saints this. lost the game because Drew Brees kind of sort of shot the bed. I'm really disappointed in how the he whole played. team sh- sucked. They all shit the bed. All of them sucked. The whole second half of the season, they were four and five. They weren't a great team the second half of the season. Leading up into the playoffs, they peaked very early this year. And they peaked and they went down. And, you know, they decrescendoed into this playoff run. Meanwhile, the, the Patriots were crescendoing, even though, even though another awful fucking call was when somebody barely fingernail tipped Tom Brady's helmet. They called referring the passer and gave it a first and goal. 
But we're not going to talk about that either, I guess. Because, you know, why should you? Rest make mistakes. They're humans. But what I do know, don't bring your ass to Atlanta, New Orleans fans. We don't want to see y'all bitch asses here. Thank you. All right. Well, you know, full disclosure, you know, King Kunta does live in L.A. You know, I'm happy to see the Rams there, but I fully expect them to get curb stomped next week. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, the, their quarterback is just not ready for prime time. He's just not. Um, all right. So that's the sports news. Let's talk about <laughs> what else is hot in these streets and related to the Super Bowl. <sighs> Be honest, are you a Cardi B or a Nicki Minaj fan? And you have to pick one. Okay, so <laughs> I'm on record for not being a Cardi B fan. And in fact, Cardi B's release let me know how much better Nicki Minaj was in her. Prior to Nicki, Cardi B dropping her album, I thought Nicki Minaj was garbage. But then when I was forced com- to compare Cardi B's lyrics to Nicki Minaj's lyrics, eh, Nicki Minaj is much better than Cardi B. But for some odd, odd reason, women who are not ratchet and ghetto have some they relate to Cardi B in some way that I just it's some something carnal I guess something about her struggle and her come up makes women just relate to her don't get it because you don't live that lifestyle and she is clearly clearly I don't even know what the word is what's the what's the what's the female version of Cro-Magnon <laughs> it's the same I know. Uh, well I know. you you've touched on a bunch of points here and the most salient point you raise is that for some reason she's really really Really, really, really popular. Yeah. How popular? She just landed a Pepsi commercial at the Super Bowl. Have you heard about this, be honest? I haven't. Why aren't they protesting her, though? I thought we were Wait, wait, wait. No, the Pepsi commercial. So before we get to the (laughs) protest or no, be honest, do you know how many music stars have received exclusive Pepsi commercials for the Super Bowl? Huh. Let me think about that for a second. Michael Jackson. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's downhill from there. I don't. I can't think of another one that prolific a prolific artist that has a Pepsi. Well, no, that was Kylie Jenner. She wasn't a, and that wasn't Super Bowl. Beyonce, nigga, Beyonce. Okay, oh. Michael Jackson and Beyonce, and now Cardi B. Wow. How did this happen? How did Cardi B be on any type of a list yeah. that it, mm-hmm. that starts and stops with Michael Jackson and Beyonce? How did this happen? Well, you know, last year she was on the Super Bowl commercial for um, um, uh, Amazon. So I guess they saw the popularity she had with that. I, now, why she's on one of, of three, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, and her? Man, you got me. Cardi B, Beyonce, and Michael Jackson. Wow. I'm, I'm right. shocked. And, I, and impressed. I'm actually impressed. I'm not mad. I just don't understand. I'm not mad. I just don't understand what this is about Cardi. Um, But Cardi is also uh, making other moves. She recently uh, signed a deal to have a Las Vegas residency. Too early. That means that she will be performing permanently for, not permanently, permanently. for a a specific amount of time at a specific uh, casino. Too early. She signed. I know, but it's too early. I, 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 or actually, maybe I just don't understand the rules. Because what I assumed a, a Las Vegas residency was was after you're pretty much past your major, major touring 
chunk of your life or your artist's life. So it's now it's like you have the ability to sit still for, you know, however many months the residency is. And, you know, I'm thinking like Frank Sinatra. I'm thinking like uh, Bette Midler. I'm thinking like Tony Braxton. I'm thinking like... J-Lo. Yeah, I'm thinking like that kind of stuff. But then not too long ago, I heard Drake signed one as well. Was that was that real or is that just rumor? They're different. So, for example, at Club Dre's in Las Vegas, Lil Wayne has been a resident there for the last two years. Didn't know that. Now... You know, he has a set he performs, but but is he doing it, you know, every week? Probably not. Gotcha. But I know he's been listed as an, an act at Dre's for the last two years. And things like that are what helped keep the Carter afloat right. when uh, he was uh, prohibited from releasing music. So I don't know if Cardi's got one of those deals. Or one of those Mariah Carey J-Lo deals where, or those Celine Dion's where, this just where she's at. Yeah. Ain't no Cardi nowhere else. Right. Unless you're thinking. a really, really rich Saudi Arabian businessman. That's what I was thinking. They're like, she's there. That, that residency for real. But you know what, though, uh, Kunta, that here it begs the question now. We are constantly in the slack room talking about the black girl magic between the legs of Erica Badu. Maybe we need to shift focus because there's clearly something going on with Miss Carter. What's her name? Cardalina Alonza. Cardal. What's her name? Not even close. It's Bel <laughs> Belcalis. Here we go. I knew it was some craziness. <laughs> there may Almerzan, <laughs> something like that. We may need. We may need to adjust our Cardi focus. is is a is a made up name. <laughs> we not me phrase. Cardi is from B- Bacardi, right? And she, yeah. So her real name is is Belcalis <laughs> Almaz Almazar, that, something like that. That name sounds like some magic in it. You, 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 do we need to shift our focus in the Slack? Maybe we need to start paying attention. Maybe we're the ones late on this. Yeah, it's 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 a uh, it's it's insane. But I see what you're trying to do. I'm going <laughs> to withhold judgment on whether or not. Um, Bill Collis has secured the secret and the universe, the answers to everything, you know, deep inside of her, you know, like Erica Badu until I hear this Offset album. I think that's fair. Okay. I think that's fair. I'll withhold, um, my, I'll withhold my judgment. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> Cardi B is kind of turning into the Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, a.k.a. Kevin Hart of like music, I think. She's starting to be a little damn everywhere. Looking at you, Drake. She just performed at the Adult Video Awards. So I read somewhere. It came across, it came across in my timeline. You're talking about like I, porno? Yeah. Oh, okay. She performed. Yeah, like last night, maybe. So she's literally everywhere. I'm like, all right, you know, get your money because everybody knows that. You know, fame and fortune can only last for a certain amount of time before, you know, the ride's over for some people. So I, perhaps that's what she's doing. She's trying to get all she can get while the getting's good. Andy Warhol. Can't be mad at that. <sighs> I got a question, to be honest. I was out in these uh, pop internet streets. And uh, apparently, Iman Shumpert got upset with Tiana Taylor. Because Tiana Taylor took a compromising photo with Drea Michelle of InstaThought fame. And my question is this. 
let's say you married a woman who expressed many lesbian tendencies. Is it fair after marriage for you to then be mad at the woman for doing things such as expressing those same lesbian tendencies? Or is that kind of just what you sign up for? Well, I think that her situation is a little different because she's a celebrity. And let me just, before we even go into that, it's, it's sad that the a level of artist that I think that she is, I think she's a very talented singer and her songs are pretty dope, that she's still known more for her body and the video she was in or pictures like this. That's sad to me. But anyway, moving on. I think that this is a little, the rules are a little different because she's a celebrity. If you're a, if you're a regular civilian type person, I think that once you get married, whatever you used to do, you don't do anymore. Sorry. That's just how I feel. Like you, you also used to like to be on, you know, many dudes, but you can't do that anymore. Now that you're married, you have to kind of tone that down. So dudes, girls, whatever, you have to tone that down because you're married now. However, as a celebrity, I think that part of her allure is that, you know, what you're saying, the, the les, the almost lesbian, like kind of like a, a, a mysterious like, I'm not really hetero all the way. I think that's part of her allure. So how do you stop doing that and still maintain your celebrity? Let me paint a picture here. So you've got, you know, you've got a picture that uh, Tiana Taylor tweeted out. She's kind of wearing a sexually ambiguous pinstriped looking suit thing. And she's got Drea Michelle, who, by the way, is married to a uh, football player, Orlando Scandrick. Uh and she's holding her in an embrace. And, the, and her tweet is, actually, it's on Instagram. When the hottest girl in school lets quiet, nerdy, take trade, take her to the prom. I don't know what the hell trade means. I assume that's gay talk. Um, and then she says, <laughs> happy B-Day, babe, Drea Michelle. And then she has another picture where she has her hand on Drea Michelle's butt, just palming it. And so underneath the pictures, Iman Shumpert says, this is corny AF. This time you really tweaking. OMS, you bogus AF. And to which Tiana Taylor responds, you big mad big fella. (laughs) You know what? This, This particular portion of the show... I think it's just better hearing you <laughs> say these things. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I can only report the news. So I think the point of what's happening here is that, you know, if I were Iman Shumpert, I think you probably you sign up for what you sign up for. <laughs> that should have been a phone call as opposed to a, a, a comment thread. Good thing you said that because, you know, apparently... Uh, Iman is not uh, the wearing the pants in the relationship because oh, uh, come on. yeah, that nigga apologized yesterday. I was just having a moment in my feelings, tripping about things that normally wouldn't bother me. Right, simply just missing my wife, and should have never taken the social media to express that. <laughs> in my wife's defense, I know she always plays like this with all of her friends, and I should have never violated <sighs> that trust with her. I apologize, and most importantly, apologize to my wife for leaving those comments under her pick. 
That's mature. That's a very mature. Uh, Be honest, role. I'm UGK influence. I don't understand this. I don't. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm UGK influence. That's I don't. a very mature response, King Kuta. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh boy. I don't. You know, these millennials. I don't. I don't know. You know, we probably should invite. You know, one of the rare sonnets co-hosts, French Reginald, to the show to explain. You know. This high level sympathy. I don't. I mean, you, you you took such a hard position, right? Because I believe Iman Shumpert is from Chicago, and saying someone's corny is apparently, you know, that's kind of like a big deal. That's like that's like being in Texas and calling somebody a buster. <laughs> you, does Atlanta have something like that? Does Atlanta have like a sim- an innocuous phrase that sounds okay but really means terribleness? I don't remember. I, anyway. I'm out of that. I'm out of that world. So he called her corny, and apparently, you know, that's like you know, that's high level Chicago. That's the Chicago f word. So, in less than a few hours, he changed his mind. But here's the deal, man. First off, you do know Dre Michelle was married to Orlando Scandrick, and this was a a social media post. And your wife is a celebrity, and Dre is a celebrity, and it was her birthday. You know, they're friends. And it, it did seem like he was just a little bit of the butt hurt with all of this. I mean, suck it up. You, you, you kind of know what you got. I didn't really, it didn't, it didn't seem over the top to me. And, you know, even it was, I mean, Tiana Taylor, I mean, since My Sweet 16 on MTV, kind of thought she was a lesbian. Okay. <laughs> just my thoughts. <laughs> I don't I don't know. She's You marry a lesbian and the lesbian engages in lesbian type activity, why should you be mad? Nothing to see here. Move along, right? Exactly. Nothing to see here. Move along. Okay, well, you know, yeah. So in any event, Iman Shumpert apologized. Perhaps he remembered he has no prenup. I think that your apology should never be that much longer than what you did to get in trouble. <laughs> well, he Quintuples. <laughs> he, he wrote a book. All he said he, was like, he wrote a very long paragraph, and he initially wrote only I don't know, 16, 20 characters. But you know, good for him. Happy wife, happy life. He forgot that, then he remembered that, and so nothing to see here. Pimp C is rolling over in his grave. He, well, th- that's true. In any event, so uh, now I want to talk about something serious. Be honest, did you know that DMX was in jail and now he's out of jail again? I don't keep up with it, but um, it's good to hear you. Why don't you keep up with it? Because it happens so much. It's like, (laughs) it's a normal thing. Exactly. So he got Swiss Beats posting pictures, my man's home and all this other shit. It's like, (laughs) wait a minute. This isn't news. So the only person I know that gets arrested as much as DMX, though he claims he doesn't do actual jail time and he doesn't, is Cat Williams. So... Who are we least likely, who who are we least surprised on the spectrum that they had a run in, hey, had a run in, run in, can't speak, had a run in with the law, DMX or Cat Williams? Who is, who are we least likely to be surprised by? Uh, you know, DMX has gotten quiet in, in more recent years. You you don't even no, know. No, man, he just got out. Yeah, but you don't even know he's going to jail anymore. Like, it's, it's that to that point where Cat Williams is still kind of, plaster but I think that's because of his comments so I would be honestly if I just put man against man I would say I'd be more shocked that Cat Williams was you know because DMX just seems like he's always 
under some kind of investigation or trouble or something. Here's what I'd say. I'm really not shocked by either, but I care less about DMX. Whereas Cat Williams, like, I know whatever the arrest was, it's going to be some outrageous shit. Right. Like, DMX, like, you know, breaks regular laws. Like, he was speeding. He had a DUI. Whereas Cat Williams, he's like on, like, a, a, a low-speed chase on, like, a fucking, you know, tricycle through Target. Shit right. like that. Or he's getting choked out by a 12-year-old. Stuff like that. Or he's going to broke a bottle over somebody's <laughs> head in a club, in a comedy club. Stuff like that. You know, it's entertaining. It's entertaining. Right. Uh, but anyway, right. shout out to Cat Williams, who is apparently going to be on the new season of Blackish. Because apparently they were just too damn successful. Um, speaking of which, uh, so as you know, be honest, I've taken a very hard fuck you Kanye stance on this podcast. And I'm perpetually yeah. fuck Kanye, and I don't can't imagine a day and time where it's going to be unfuck Kanye. That's just how I feel. That being okay. said, uh, I don't know if he's taking his so meds. Okay. I don't know if the if Kim K ran his books, but apparently, your boy Yeezy Tutha is suing Jay Z, suing Rockefeller Records and EMI for. Back royalties and etc. You surprised by this? Uh, no. I think that pretty much every producer could sue the record company he's done most of his work for because producers are notoriously undercut in their royalties. And what they especially early on, they sign away a lot more than they're supposed to, and usually have to sue later to get back some of that money. But because it's Kanye, you're going to hear about it. Most producers end up having to sue the record companies they worked for. In the beginning. That sounds logical and reasonable. How about if I, if I tell you this new factoid? So apparently Kanye Tilla and Dame Dash are hanging out now. Oh, boy. Now what do you think? Think what? he just ran the numbers and realized he needed to sue his company? Or do you think it's a <sighs> millennial adjacent, I'm butthurt, how can I hurt my used-to-be good buddy Jay? Well, do you remember when Dame was spouting off about how he was the one who, who uh, co-signed Kanye the whole time and, like, he can't believe that Kanye went with Jay? Remember, you remember that little period of time? What do you mean Kanye went with Jay? They were both at Rockefeller Records at the time, weren't they? Yeah, 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 but remember when they split? Remember Dame, oh. was, was, Dame was really upset because he felt like he co-signed Kanye when nobody else wanted to hear him rap. He co-signed him, and then when they did the split, Kanye decided to go or to Jay's side. And everybody was like, oh, it's a business move. It's a business move. And it may have been a business move, but what Kanye didn't fi- found out later was there were some meetings that probably happened after Kanye went home. So he thought he was uh, part of the, he thought he was part of the A-team, but then Kanye goes home and then Jay-Z has the meeting with the other guys who are really, you know, supposed to make the money. So I think that Kanye probably just found out maybe by, maybe by Dame, maybe by just, you know, Kim, Kim running the books. I don't know. I would not be surprised whatsoever if he's owed a whole lot of money that he didn't get. Yeah, that's kind of how the music industry goes. By the way, segue, my esteemed co-host, be honest here, has worked in the music industry for quite some time. He knows a lot of stuff. He knows a lot of people. Once upon a time, he had a podcast about the ins and outs of the music industry, including some of the things we just talked about. It would be called the... If I'm not mistaken, the 90-10 rule. Is that right? Yep, that's right. The only way you can ever listen to any of the podcasts for the 90-10 rules by becoming a premium subscriber, the Rare Sonus Network. 
because it's archived. No more new shows. So if you like what we're doing, you like the show, premium content, that's part of it. 90-10 rule. Everything you ever wanted to know about the music industry, it's seedier than you thought. But in any event, so Kanye and Jay, I guess, are not going to be friends anymore. Oh, no. For real, for real. I'm kind of sad, but you know who's not sad? Beyonce, because she fucking hates Kim Kardashian. <laughs> I, I can believe, I can understand why, though, can't you? Yeah, I can, because, you know, Beyonce makes, I know you don't, you know, you you know, you won't disagree with it. Maybe you'll disagree with how great the talent is, but Beyonce has built her life based on some kind of a talent. You misunderstood uh, me. I think Beyonce is one of the most talented ever. Okay, we can keep that same energy, whereas Kim Kardashian uh, has built her career based on uh, Ray J and a very okay-ish sex tape. Shout out to the game. Have you heard Game's uh, new snippet from one of his songs where he says he choked Kim Kardashian and made her swallow his kids till she till she choked or something and he's friends with Ye you know, so he's he, always dropping names like he always since day one he's just a he's he's a, a fucking habitual name dropper uh, you don't like game I like game That's I, I do favorites. but one of the annoying things yeah. about the way he raps is he's always going to drop names nonstop yeah well this one is it's a um I mean, it's pointed right at Kanye. And you know, Kanye's been tripping and real sensitive about the fact that his wife in her previous, you know, it's not even previous life, same life. She used to suck a lot of dicks and do a lot of athletes and celebrities. And <laughs> She used to be making them trips to Dubai until recently. Okay, so what about him? So you, you said Amon Shumper. What about him, though? Should Kanye, does Kanye have a, a point here? Hell no. Okay. They watched the video together. That's fucking weird. My wife told me that now that she's married, it's kind of weird that people are still bringing stuff up. I don't see a problem with it. No, that's how she's famous. This <laughs> right, is it. Right. This is how you made it, sis. Yeah. <laughs> what they say, sis? This is how you made it, sis. Exactly. <laughs> it, it is what it is. And you know what happens whenever things die down a little bit? What does she do? Booty butt naked picture on the gram. So Trying it is what internet. it is. Yep. It is what it is, man. So any event, uh, oh, yeah. Be honest, one of my favorite hip-hop producers of all time was apparently spotted in the studio with one of my favorite rappers currently. I'm talking Dr. Dre and 2 Chains. Well, damn. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of here for this. I, You know, I kind of... Look, okay, full disclosure. Do I really believe 2 Chains and Dr. Dre are working on an album? No, the fuck I don't. Do I really do I really think that maybe Dr. Dre had, you know, one of his assistants play something that they were working on for like 30 seconds and maybe looped it and let two chains drop a flow over it? Maybe. Right. Will it ever see the light? Probably not. But I do like the flex from two chains. Two chains is fucking underrated. Highly underrated. You don't have to agree with me. You're not going. No, he's to. he's he's dope, but he's my age, so it's kind of weird. Is it though? So is Kanye, and Kanye is what forty one, forty two. Kanye mm -hmm. is not young at all. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, but Kanye event. doesn't. Kanye doesn't make the same kind of songs as Two Chains does. Neither does Jay Z. So Jay Z's older. He doesn't make like Two Chains makes songs for young people, and they work. And it's that's really weird. Now, see, because don't get me wrong, I'm not hating. His songs are dope. They work for young people. But he's my age, so it's kind of a really odd thing. 
I think what you're trying to say is that uh, Two Chains has uh, timeless bars. Okay, I'll say that. Yeah. So it's not and a bad yeah, thing. So it's I, just weird. Yeah, it is. But you know, I'm here for it. You know, it would it would be cool if Dr. Dre let Two Chains rap over some beats. But I don't. I can't. You know, I'll be checking Dat Piff over the coming months to see if there's some sort of two uh, two chains DRE mixtape, but I doubt it. I don't know if I like Dre's that combo, honestly. I think two chains is is he wins on the country shit. I don't think that that West Coast bop is is to B. Me. Okay. I listened to Wu Chains for literally an entire whole ass month, most throughout the entire damn day on loop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, his bars transfer. Okay. They do. All right. I just don't think Dre's about that right now. Yeah. I don't think Two Chains is, you know, has that type of respect at the upper echelon. I just uh, agree. But any of that, so I think he does that? have that respect. I think he does have that respect. Uh, rappers like Two Chains. Other rappers like He right there though. He right there. He's right there. Yeah. He's right there. So we'll see. We'll see. I just don't see Dre doing that. Maybe. Did you know he had a TV show, Kunta? What's that? Did you know Two Chains had a TV show? Go on. (laughs) Okay. You didn't know. Yeah. I think it's canceled now, but he was on the Viceland channel, which is, uh, it was a channel that was on its way up. It's it's one of the subsidiaries of the Vice Network, um, but you know they have their main show on HBO. But um, so his show was the most fantastic or fabulous thing or something like it was kind of like a, a a play on the lifestyles of rich and famous. But what he did was he went around and and found that the most expensive caviar or the most expensive motorcycle, and he would go and test drive it or eat something or whatever. And he would he just went around all over the world drinking the, the finest wine and telling you whether or not it was worth $25,000 a, a glass. It was actually very entertaining. This, this sounds amazing. <laughs> Guess what I'm going to be doing the rest of the evening after this podcast. <laughs> it was actually this, very entertaining. I, I'm, I'm here for fucking 2 chains, man. I like 2 chains. There's very little I dislike about 2 chains. I don't even know what it is. That's why, I'm, know, thinking, that's why I'm thinking you're just, I don't think you know. He's there already. He's just, he's just quietly there. No, Dre is not just giving away beats. That's right, not true. fucking okay. happening. Okay, it's not going to happen. Got you. Yeah. I mean, he barely, you know, did something with Kendrick Lamar, and that's only because they're both from fucking Compton. The end. Right. Kendrick was on his way up. It was clear, kind of a pass the torch situation. But other than that, I, I just, I just don't, I don't see it. You know, it was a photo op. They played around a little bit, and you know, hopefully, somebody from Two Chains' camp push record, and we'll have a mixtape until he gets that season to Sisler. Anywho. Yep. All right, man. So that's what's hot in the streets. But let's talk about what's hot in these here United States. Be honest. Your president. Mine. Blinked. Full blinked. Government's open again. Three weeks, right? He blinked. He blinked, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Go on, Pelosi, go on. Pelosi dog walked him. Remember the State of the Union address? Pelosi is like, hey, you know, you, it's probably not a good idea for you to come to the State of the Union address because there are security issues because of the shutdown. So we should probably pick another day. Whereas Trump said, <laughs> nah, let's keep it the same day. I'll be there. I'll let you peace. Whereas Pelosi's like, on second thought, I am not going to put together. A bipartisan uh, 
motion to have you come give the State of the Union address while the government's shut down. Checkmate. Did you know the president actually cannot show the fuck up at Congress and, and give a, an address? He has to have permission. Didn't know that. Didn't know Separation that. of powers. Yep. So every State of the Union address that's ever happened in which the president has come and sp- spoke on the floor of Congress is at you know, a you know, resolution that's been passed and approved to allow him to do so. Full disclosure, I didn't know that shit either. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Separation of powers. So what's the penalty? After that shit, huh? So what's the penalty? The penalty. Well, yeah, you said like so if, like say for instance, I'm Locked sorry. Go the door, ahead. man. You can't come in. Let me let me let you finish before I ask that. Go ahead. You, know, you can't come in. I mean, what do you mean? It'd be like somebody it'd be like the senators trying to break into the White House. <laughs> right. Okay. You can't just I'm here. Wait, wait a minute. But I'm saying, who's going to stop the who's, door? I'm saying, who's going to stop the president if he really wanted to come in? Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, who's going to stop that? Nancy fucking Pelosi. That's true, because that's what happened. Cameras are still going to show up. You know, what I'm saying, like, it's so the president can kind of go where he wants to go. What's the penalty? Is like, no, actually not. He cannot go onto the House floor. Literally, they're not okay, going to. So he can't do it. You know, I don't watch the news, so you're saying this already happened. And this they, happened before and, the government opened, and he showed up. No, no, okay. no, no. This was the last exchange before he caved and, and reopened government. Okay. So, you know, that message from Pelosi was basically, Trump was like, you know, fuck you. And Pelosi was like, no, fuck you. And Trump was like, eh, no, really, fuck you. And Trump was like, I mean, Pelosi's like, nah, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> and he's like, oh, fuck you, fuck you. I got it. Anyway, so now, so he realized that the Democrats are not going to move on it. Right. Uh, he's lost public opinion on this. Uh, airlines are already starting to shut down. LaGuardia, um, JFK were saying they were going to have to start canceling flights. Right. Not safe. And delays across the country. You know, if something happens to one major airport, it fucks up everything for everything else. Absolutely. Unless you live in, shout out, Britt Renee, unless you live where the hell she does, which is the outer layer of hell, in which case. Yeah, all flights still fly there because they only need a couple of people to, to search. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Cessna. You know, probably not even a big, you know, probably not even a full-size plane. Yeah, anyway, propellers. So, uh, so, so that was happening. Uh, the flights are going to be delayed. It probably would have affected that Super Bowl. Um, and so as a result of this, he caved. So he's getting dragged by Fox. He's getting dragged by all the Fox talking heads. And I don't know why he did it. I have no idea why he caved. He says that we're, they're going to negotiate and that, you know, he may have to close government down, government down again in three weeks. It'll be tough to do that. It'll be tough to do that in three weeks. He, he's not going to do that. You know what he's going to do? <sighs> he wanted $5.6 billion. I think I talked about this last time we were on, that he, if he declares a state of emergency... The rumor is that his administration has located $7 billion in the defense budget to allocate to this wall if he is able to use his executive powers to declare a state of emergency at the southern border. I like it. And that's, that's apparently what he's going to do. I like that idea. That's, that's sneaky. 
well, it's not because it's going to receive an immediate court challenge and it will likely not hold up, yeah. which is why he hadn't done it yet. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, so fucking wall. Uh, he's so he's uh, he's kind of lost his his base on this to the extent he didn't lose him when he you know fucked up their money. Right, funny money, you know. Uh, but you know what? I, I just think it's funny that Nancy Pelosi, who I was not and am still not fully a fan of, she basically dog walked Trump. She dog walked him. <laughs> she, that's what happened. You get Trump got dog walked. You so, got to explain dog walk. You got to explain dog walk to everybody because they don't know. We don't call this episode Cardi B. Cardi B's everywhere. Right. So Cardi B got into it with this uh, Fox talking head, Tommy, what was it Laren? Yeah, Tommy Lauren or whatever. Lauren, whatever. She's, she's Lauren. like, I think it's Lauren actually. Who gives a shit? She's basically like Ann Coulter. They're, they're pretty much, they very well could be the same bitch. I don't know. Could be the same person. Literally, they <laughs> no, could be the same person. No way. Go ahead. They're both, you know, they both hate everything. They're super, uh, super neoconservative. They're, you know, they hate everything and everybody. But this girl's just uh, a talking head who was under Glenn Beck. Isn't his name Glenn Beck? Yep. Yeah, this, she, yeah, she so got she, fired. So she's famous now for her for her tweets and that she sends out that are inflammatory. So she went after Cardi B because Cardi B, who apparently is the hottest thing going right now, had said that the government shutdown basically made no sense and something needs to be done because apparently Cardi B watched, I don't know, CNN or MSNBC. She felt she needed to speak on this. Right. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to underscore this, but I just want to remind the listeners that my wife and I, Miss Kunta, actually believe Cardi B may be functionally illiterate. I would pay good money for a subscription to see her in the studio during the song uh, song creating process, I would love to see that. Her and her and Floyd Mayweather presenting at the Oscars with the teleprompter. That's not going to happen. That'd, that'd be that. Wow, wow. But in any event, uh, <laughs> so she she told uh, Tom. So so Tommy uh, Tommy Lauren said something to her. Cease and desist. You're being stupid. Stay in your lane. Who knows? Something to that effect. Right. And Cardi B's first response was, I will dog walk you. <laughs> so, I so love that it. Caught a, leave me alone. I will dog walk you. And so that kind of caught, caught uh, a little bit of a buzz about dog walking. And people had to go on uh, the Urban Dictionary, figure out what dog walking means. And, uh, and dog walking is essentially, uh, you know, taking somebody to the woodshed, beating them up, disrespecting them, uh, kicking them, you know, you know, pretty much. Taking somebody to the woodshed. I like that one. Okay. So I will say this again. Nancy Pelosi dog walked Donald Trump on this shit. That motherfucker blinked. I can't believe it. Of all the things that could happen, be honest, him just randomly opening up the government. That means, you know what that means. That means these last 35 or so, 36 days were for absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. You, 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 you held us down for this long and then you just buckled. He deserves to be dog. So is it real? Is it fake? Do you have conviction in it? Is it important to you? Is it just some shit you said? What is it? It's fucking crazy. 
maybe he just didn't think it was going to last so long. Maybe he thought that the the Democrat side would just, you know, give in and and give him the money when they saw that he was willing to to cancel people's, you know, welfare. This has been a shitty week for Trump. So let's follow this up. So longtime Trump associate Roger Stone was fucking arrested by the FBI at his home. Like in a fucking raid, Frank Lucas style. They got him. It was crazy. People keep, asking me, people keep asking me who Roger Stone is, and I haven't been able to give him an answer. I have no idea who this person is. <sighs> it's a damn shame I'm going to have to do it. But before I start, be honest, just to be clear, since the Mueller investigation into alleged collusion between the Trump political campaign and Russian officials, there have been a total of 34 indictments and seven arrests, and we're not done. So, you know... This should be problematic for any reasonable, rational person that something wrong happened. <laughs> and this idea that we're individual one who is the president knows nothing about it. It's just it's 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 not I st- it's, just, I still believe it's no longer plausible. It. I still believe it. OK, so Roger Stone. Roger Stone is a political strategist who's worked for the Reagan administration and other Republican administrations, he's kind of known as the guy that you go and get when you want to play dirty. Okay. He wrote the book on dirty tricks. That's his claim to fame is I'm the dirty trick guy. Got you. You know he has a tattoo on his back, be honest? A tramp stamp? No. You know, on the, right behind his neck, you, know, you want to know who the, tra- the tattoo is of? Who? Richard Milhouse Nixon. <laughs> All right. Are we really fucking surprised? I am. So Roger Stone has been a longtime friend and confidant of Donald Trump and was part of Trump's initial presidential uh, campaign team. Okay. So that's what he does. He has notoriety for being someone, I mean, come on, to be the, recognized as the political dirty book, uh, dirty tricks guy, I mean, clearly you have to have a lot of notoriety about doing and saying literally anything. And that's what he has a reputation for, is that he will do and say literally anything, almost to the extent that, uh, that you know, even if he were to cooperate with, with, with uh, Mueller at this point, He's not someone that you could put stock in anything they say because of his reputation. So, okay. So Roger Stone helped with the campaign. And so he was he's not only was he a, was he a part of the uh, the campaign committee, but he's also a very close friend for Trump for quite some time. And so that's who he is, and he and he and and so he was arrested by the FBI. Notwithstanding the fact that the FBI can give someone the right, the ability to come in and turn themselves voluntarily, they didn't do that in this case. So apparently, Stone and/or his counsel really pissed Mueller the fuck off. And let me just run through the names really quick of those that have been uh, uh, six individuals with with ties to Donald Trump charged in the Russian investigation: Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, Rick Gates, Michael Flynn, George Papadopoulos. Wait a minute, wasn't he? Wasn't he a dad on Webster? I'm tripping. Webster, yeah. And Michael Cohen. 
So six already. So speaking of Michael Cohen, Michael Cohen had agreed to come and testify before Congress about a wide variety of uh, topics. Uh, for those that don't remember, Michael Cohen recently was indicted and charged and received a verdict to serve some jail time in connection with lying to Congress about um, things he did or didn't do in connection with uh, contacts with Russia uh, as part of the uh, Trump campaign. And so he's he's become an informant. He is now working with Robert Mueller. Mueller, I'm sorry. And uh, he had agreed to come see Congress. Let, yes. Let me ask you a question. Are any of these people actually serving time already? Or are they wait, awaiting sentencing? Uh, Flynn serving time, I believe. Okay. Uh, Mueller is awaiting sentencing because... Wait, 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 wait. I'm not sure if Flynn had served a little bit of time or not. I believe I read something about time served, so don't quote me on that. Okay. So I'm this just is wondering. all out of the investigation that's going on right now. So there have right. been people that have received um, charges, like a, like, a, 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 like a ruling, and they may be waiting sentencing. Here's what's so scary. Flynn is waiting sentencing. It. Here's what scares me about all of that, though, right? So they're putting together this, this, this master plan of, you know, finding all the people who are part of this criminal element that they're calling it. But the problem is, though, everybody knows about it now. So obviously the people who are closer to the top, they're getting all their ducks in a row. They're protecting themselves. They're paying off the right people. They're doing all the things that they're supposed to do. It feels like to me that they should have kept a lot of this stuff quiet because, because it's so upfront and in everybody's face and potentially nobody's actually sentenced yet, it makes them too easily accessible. I don't see this. Well, Beyonce, how do you well. think uh, major FBI investigations for racketeering and and these types of organized crimes go? Everyone doesn't get attacked, sentenced at the same time. They go up the chain. Maybe it just feels like that because it, it, it's not as high profile. But it, it feels like they just go get everybody at once. And then they start, you know, working them against each other. It doesn't seem like there's this much time between when the first guy gets got and the, the top guy gets got. Well, you understand what we're doing here. This is a, impacting a sitting president. So that's not a small deal. I get back it. to Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen had agreed to come to Congress to answer questions, new questions, uh, since he's been working with, with Mueller, Mueller, with Mueller, and uh, as a result, uh, you know there was a lot of excitement about what he was going to be revealing. Well, right, well, he decided to with, with retract that statement that he was going to come and, and postpone it indefinitely because he is now alleging that both Donald Trump and Rudolph Giuliani are threatening him. Uh, in other words, they're saying that they've told him things and made threats to him that he should not testify before Congress. Hmm. You know what that's called, be honest? Um, it's criminal. Witness tampering yeah, is what that's criminal. called. And what did Congress do? He has now been subpoenaed to appear before Congress. So he will appear before Congress. I don't know what date the subpoena has on it. So we've got an allegation of witness tampering by Donald Trump and uh, Rudolph Giuliani. Giuliani, by the way, said recently uh, uh, in the early part of last week that he's afraid his tombstone is going to read he lied for Trump. <laughs> Rudy, that's a pretty good ass fear. In the same breath, he says, oh, what should I care? I'll be dead. Nah, fool. The first thing you say is what you meant. Right. You know you've destroyed whatever legacy you've had. It, well, so. yeah, that, he fell hard fast, too. He was like America's guy. And then all of a sudden, it's like, ooh. The bottom of somebody's shoe. Exactly. Did it to himself. 
So uh, Cohen will be subpoenaed uh, by the by the uh, congressional committee, and he will be he will be testifying about I don't know what yet. Um, but going back to Roger Stone, so Roger Stone's indictment, and there's several pages of it. Apparently, he instructed and or attempted to influence a witness to testify falsely before Congress, even instructing the witness to, by text message, to plead the fifth and stonewall the testimony. And then he said, quote, anything to save the plan, dot, 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 Richard Nixon. I guess he refers to himself as Richard Nixon because of the Richard Nixon tattoo he has on his back. That's so so whoever this person number two is, you know, there are text messages with him telling them to lie to Congress about, quote unquote, the plan. So this isn't looking good. Uh, Trump's had a very uh, poor, bad, terrible, no good week. And I'm, I'm kind of getting, not kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking tired of this. I'm exhausted. I'm ready for there to be an end to this. And so with that being said, uh, be honest, have you heard the news about all of these uh, Democrats that are popping up to run for president? Um, I haven't heard of... Um, like every other day, there's a new one. I haven't heard their names, but um, uh, the Kamala chick, I've heard a lot. I've heard a lot of noise around her. Well, so just so you know, so, uh, so you've got Elizabeth Warren, the senator from Maine. It's pretty spunky, but she reminds me of like a... Like some sort of liberal arts college professor. Won't work. Yeah, no, I just, just something bugs me. Uh, and there was a time she pretended she was Native American, but she's not. So there's that too. Oh yeah, I remember that chick. Yeah, that one. Um, and then uh, Bernard Sanders, Bernie, yesterday said he was going to run. Fuck you, Bernie, and fuck Bernie bros. Yeah, he lost. he lost all his wind when he let Hillary push him out of the way. Not just that, he did not. He refused to campaign in black southern states. He just would not fucking do it. He, I guess he, he fucking delegated that to Killer Mike. Who still has me blocked on Twitter, but whatever. <laughs> so he's running the fucking uh, William Schultz, I believe. The, this former CEO of Starbucks has decided that he wants to run. Just, you know, with Trump winning, literally any motherfucker can win, I guess, is how they, they're taking it. Yeah, but off the heels but off the heels of somebody getting arrested in his restaurant, like, what? Mm, I don't know, buddy. I'm just saying, but Kamala Harris. It's a little bittersweet, be honest. A little bittersweet. What's sweet about it? She could have been the female Obama. But her background is not, you know, being a social organizer. She was the former attorney general of the state of California. And then she became senator. But the problem with Kamala Harris, not that there are many, but one of the problems is, you know, to be a prosecutor, be the top, you know, before she was attorney general, she was a prosecutor. That's her background, putting people away in jail. Right. Is what it is. So people have a problem that she's a black woman who has that background. And more specifically, she's advocated for the three strikes law, which is proven to incarcerate black and brown people at an exponentially higher percentage rate. Hmm. 
She's that's spicy. So she's you know what was that that's spicy? I don't know what to make of that. Be honest, to be honest with you, I don't know <laughs> what to make of someone that said these things in the past. And so the the conundrum is. She has taken positions in her role as prosecutor and attorney general that would seem to be contra to people of color's interests on some levels, which is incarceration. Anyone who you know cares to look into the prison, uh, the school to prison pipeline, and the numbers on incarcerating black and brown people compared to others, sometimes even for similar or the same crimes, this is problematic. But notwithstanding that, she was still supposed to be the chosen one. She was supposed to be the black, let me rephrase, the first woman of color to be president. So she, you know, she used to talk to President Obama a lot. I'm sure, but for President Obama's fear of hot grits, he probably would have shot a, shot a shot, but he didn't because, you know, hot grits. And I'm pretty sure that Michelle can beat him in a fight. Don't ask me why. I just feel that. I know you disagree, but. Right. I feel I feel like she could. I feel like she's walking out of that fight. <laughs> uh, uh, but in any event, so one of the things about President Obama is that people voted, black people voted for him without question for the most part. Well, Kamala Harris has done something that's going to affect, I believe, black people's ability to do that. About three, four years ago, she married a white man, an old white man. Mm. I just don't believe that we're at a stage, as far as people of color, particularly black people of color, where we're going to feel the same way about Kamala Harris as we felt about President Obama and First Lady Michelle. So the dude's name's Doug. Hey, Doug. And and Doug emailed me when she announced her race last week. And I'm (laughs) going to tell you verbatim what I told to Doug, because I responded to that email. Why do I you said, Doug, you? hyphen, hyphen, you're going to derail this thing. Don't email me anymore. <laughs> he didn't respond? No. Oh. No, he didn't respond. Because I'm sure he, there were lots like that. We don't fucking need to hear from Doug. Right. Stay we don't need to it. imagine, you know, Doug's fucking you know, white privileged patriarchal male hierarchy, you know, having, you know, sexy time with Kamala Harris as she's trying to liberate people of color. I just don't buy it. It's not good visuals. It's not a good visual. So what she could do is she could have a vice president or candidate. And I think that, I think that a Kamala Harris Beto or work ticket is pretty damn strong. Now, the person that I don't think is pretty damn strong is Cory Booker. You know who Senator Cory Booker is? Heard the name. I don't know what it is exactly. He's a senator from New Jersey. Really good dude. We got one problem. There's never really any love interest ever discussed with regarding Uh-oh. Senator Cory Booker. He's never really come out and said anything about his sexual preference. But I feel like we know. And so be honest, I'm going to challenge you 
to look at some news of Cor- or some clips of Cory Booker speaking, and then later <laughs> next week, let me know what your gut tells you about Cory Booker. Oh, man, my gaydar. I have to put my gaydar on? Because, you know, I'm not saying it's right. It's actually not right. It shouldn't fucking matter. Right. I'm not saying about Doug. Doug. Doug definitely fucking matters. Okay. I don't know how you're going to be a social justice warrior and and make that decision. That was a bad decision, Kamala. That was a bad decision. That decision may cost you presidency because you were fucking next. You were no anointed and appointed no to way. be the female Obama, and you no fucked way. this one up. I mean, it's just and now you, and now some genius in your campaign decided he should be sending emails. That's not how you don't get President Obama's street team. You know who didn't have President Obama's street team? Hillary. That's why she fucking lost. She just assumed she was going to have it. Well, doesn't work that way. Yeah. Doesn't work that way. But back to uh, Cory Booker. So, um, yeah, man, he's running for president too. Everybody knows at best he could be a vice president, but the truth of the matter is <sighs> black voters do have some homophobia. They just do. It's going to be very hard for Cory Booker to secure a substantial black vote because there's just too many questions. I'm not voting for him. Not because he's gay or potentially gay. I'm just not voting. So, Well, I'm just, I'm just literally saying that I just don't think that he... It's the Queen Latifah, uh, Queen Latifah syndrome. It's like, dog, you're acting like we don't know. We know. Why are you lying? Same thing. I don't think Kamala Harris so, uh, has a chance either, though. You'd be wrong. I mean, she's she's who she's the most. Uh, first off, she is not hard on the eyes at all. I think we can agree to that. And if we yeah, can't, but her name is Kamala. Wrong. No. Nobody's going. He's acting like, like somebody named Barack Hussein Obama wasn't president for two terms. Really, I understand, really, that, that's what we're doing. That's not a black name, though. What is it then? It's like a it's like a <laughs> Middle Eastern name or something. Her name is Kamala. Exactly, it's a Middle Eastern name in the post nine eleven world, and he won. White people would rather have. It wasn't even middle, close either time. White people would rather have a Middle Eastern person's name than Kamala. And not just that though, they're too like if you if phonetically come Allah, it's like they're you're allowing Allah to Islam to infiltrate the the presidency. This is a crappy argument, be honest. I'm just Barack saying, I don't Hussein think it's Obama. Work. So and speaking of Barack work. Hussein Obama, they've already started that shit. They want her birth certificate. Yeah. I mean well, why do they want Kamala Harris's birth certificate? Her name know. is Kamala Harris. Beyond has yeah. indicated that it sounds like a black name. It, Harris does. Kamala does not. It's not black. It's actually Indian. Her mother is is from India. Mm, might as well be and Laquisha. Her father Harris. was from Nigeria. Laquisha Harris for president. Well, someone says Stacey Abrams may run. It won't happen. It's, hey, look. Look, Barack Obama and then Donald Trump, it's not happening, black gay America. It's not happening. No one gay, no one black is going to be the next president. It's not going to happen. Wake up. It's going to be a straight cut white person this time. It's just going to be. And they're going to be, uh, uh, actually, I, I'm not, I'm still not sold on the fact the incumbent is not going to win. But if Donald Trump is he not. can't win re- uh, if you're in jail or he's not have be resigned. Jail. 
He's not going to resign. He's not going to be in jail. So look, if it's not Donald Trump, did you think he was going to blink on the fucking uh, on the fucking wall negotiations? You think he was going to do that shit? I I didn't think he was going to blink. But here, hold on though. What I'm saying is, there is no way the next president is a gay person or a black person or a woman. It's not going to happen. There's no way. No way. Oh, I disagree. I I think Kamala Harris can win depending on who her running mate is. If it's someone like Beto, uh, Beto O'Rourke, very good chance. That's a fucking solid ticket. Beto O'Rourke has, has literally energized, you know, the southern part of the country. He almost beat us, you know, fucking uh, Ted Cruz in Texas, which is very hard to do. But, you know, that would be a dream ticket. Um, the problem that I have is fucking Bernie Sanders. That's the problem I have. Do you want to really know why Hillary Clinton's not president? Bernie Sanders, Bernie Bros. Bernie Bros is going to get these one percent white liberals to fucking you know uh, have protest votes. That would be a way for someone like Mike Pence or whoever the Republican candidate will be to win. Is if Bernie essentially, who's not a Democrat by the way. He's an independent. If Bernie somehow or another has cut the vote up, kind of like the way that uh, uh, H. Ross Perot did uh, back in the day, right. that's what could happen. Maybe that fucker will just die. I mean, he's old as fuck. He's already got well, damn. fucking nine toes in the grave. Who knows? Damn it. That's, that's a little harsh. Is it really? He doesn't... Pre- he does. You know... We're going to have a conversation about this as the, as the year goes on, but we're going to have the Bernie conversation. You, know, you got to be careful of who you believe is an ally to people of color. You think it's Bernie? Why? Because Killer Mike told you? And he was at some marches. He wasn't at many marches in the South. He said, fuck that. <laughs> Anywho, so... Uh, Long story short, you know, I think Kamala Harris has a great chance, depending on who her running mate is. She needs a sex tape or something to come out so she can really get on, on everybody's IG timeline. Man, I'm just going to say this. Miss Kunta is planning on watching and listening to this episode. So I'm not going to say much about Kamala Harris, but I will say that, you know, she's on that very short list with Oprah. And... <laughs> Jada. <laughs> Eric, don't forget Erica. Erica Badu. And potentially Cardaliza. What's her name? Uh, Barla Clarzara? No, 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 no. <laughs> Bill Collis. There it is. Almanzar. What the fuck, man? I don't even know what... Where is she supposed to be from? Is in, what's her, Dominican. Cardi B is of Dominican descent? Yeah, Dominican. Bill Collis. Okay. Almanzar. <laughs> I don't even know, man. I don't even fucking know, man. It's crazy. But, you know, but, you know, Kamala Harris, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, I, just, I, I think that, you know, she probably, I think Doug needs to just not be around. <laughs> I don't know how you facilitate that. I want to meet Doug. But, you know, if this is some house of, no, you don't. If you was some house of cards type shit. It it just would be better for her if he just was just not in the picture. Nah, we need to meet him. Doug might be a really cool white dude. If he's a really cool white dude, it might it might it might work out. But if Doug is 
If Doug is that white dude that you have absolutely nothing in common with, that means you have nothing in common with her either. Fuck you, Doug. Don't email me. Don't call me. Don't text me. That's all I have to say about that. As I said, Miss Kunta may be watching, listening to this podcast. Nothing is black two, and white. So that's all, all I want to say about that is that, you know, I think that Kamala Harris is, you know, she's problematic, but who, what isn't? What isn't, be honest? Who's perfect? I'm not perfect. Are you perfect, be honest? Not even close. So let him without sin first to cast stone. I'm just saying, I bet, you know, Bet she smell good. She look like somebody that smell. You know, some people look like they smell good all the time. And always got fresh breath. That's just. I feel like Kamala Harris smell good all the time and always got fresh breath. Wow, that's a heavy she's endorsement. Short too. She real short, but she's not. She, yeah, she's real short. Like um, uh, First Lady Michelle's, like almost a foot taller than her. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I just you know I'm I'm just I'm just looking forward to seeing this Democratic 2020 you know race and just see what. Kamala does, uh, how she addresses the past and what she does. But, you know, I believe she has a damn good shot. But, you know, it's going to require her to be shrewd in her running mate. Can't be another woman. That that's I don't think the country's ready for two women. Hell no. It's not going to happen. And not because I hate women. It's because it's just, I think the optics of just a black woman right now is, is it's like too perfect. And that's what the problem is. It's like you expect right now there to be like a, a gay black person or a black woman, but that's just too perfect, I think, right now. So that's why I think it just, it's not going to work. This isn't about politics anymore. Right? I you know just that. know she's all over everything. And I, she, the camera loves her. But this isn't about politics anymore. She speaks anymore. so well. And then you look to her right and that motherfucker dug. <laughs> So he's just like somebody you be talking to. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, what you doing? Yeah, I yeah, how you doing? I feel all right. So, oh, and, oh, this your husband? Oh, your husband, husband? Oh, oh excuse me. Hi, I'm Doug. <laughs> what the fuck just happened here? I digress. At the end of the day, I'm going to do what millions of people in this country are doing, and that's wait for Cardi B to tell me how I should feel. Occur. <laughs> Listeners, there's a lot going on. Um, these Trump investigations seem to be wrapping up. There are really only three, maybe, slots left Kushner, Pence, and 45. I can't wait to see what happens. All I know is there's a lot of motherfuckers that are tied to the Trump campaign that have either been indicted, have been charged, or are still in the process of being investigated. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton, no charges, no investigations. Living my best life. Ain't got time to go back and forth with you niggas. Living my best life. By the way, I'm not here for a little little Duval album. Apparently, it's an album. I don't I don't know about that shit. Anyway, be honest. You got anything else? That's all I got, man.
Did you hear about you, Do you know Lil Duval has more than one song I heard he has another single coming out I didn't know there was an album yet But I'm yeah, sure Yeah it's called Pull Up Yeah Featuring um, mm, Your wife hates this guy Young guy Singer He dates that former with Jacquees? I can't remember. Anyway, he's got a new single with with a song with a with, he's got a new single with an actual singer who's popular. Uh not super popular, but popular enough. And uh so he's really having an, a whole ass album. I don't think I want this. Wow. Pull up. I, I want to hear it. I, I, I'm willing to listen to it first before I make the, that final judgment. Because you know, Little Duval. You really listen to Little Duval? He, okay, man. He might be an artist. Who you knows? tell me how it goes. I mean, there's been some other artists that really suck too. So it's not like it's the worst thing in the world. I guess, man. But any event, hey, you know, everybody trying to be like Bill Collis almonds are, and I can't be mad at that. I need to try to be like Bill Collis. You should start by stripping. What? You should be a stripper for a little while. I think you're right. I mean, I don't, you know, it seems like stripping or sex tapes, that's really how you make it in this world. Anything short of that, it just ain't going to happen for regular That's folks. the lick, no pun intended. It, it really is, man. So that being said, I'm going to start looking toward a GoPro and see how this thing shakes out. Before we go, you watched that fire documentary, didn't you? I did. I fell asleep in the middle, but I got the gist of it. I got the most, I got probably maybe 45 minutes in and I saw the last 45 or so minutes, so. Be honest, is gonna hate this, but nothing excites me more than watching entitled assholes get took. So I enjoyed every bit of the fire documentary. It's on Netflix. If you want to see some real fuckboy fuckery at the <laughs> at the fuckiest, I suggest you watch it. You you really get to see how stupid uh, some people of means and privilege can be. They just keep throwing money at it, no matter how bad the shit gets. Right. And, you know, and it's just a testament to corporate America, how people can can tell you the most outrageous lies and people will just accept it without questioning it at all. Oh, yeah. And Jeffrey Atkins, Ja Rule, trying to build something <laughs> he definitely uh, without Irv Gotti and Ashanti. Did you notice that, that Jeffrey Atkins was not part of the documentary towards the second half? The, like the last quarter, they didn't hardly they not they hardly said his name anymore. But that that white dude has to go to jail. That has to happen. <laughs> I don't care what anybody. Yeah, says. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to jail. I'm pretty sure Billy. <laughs> that's his name, I think. Billy. Yeah. Pretty sure Billy's going to jail. Billy's got to go to <laughs> Can't jail. Really, that's 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 a lot of <laughs> lot of money that just disappeared went poof. And you know, for a while he wasn't paying people. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's going to do some time. But you know, it's going to be federal <laughs> white collar. He'll be he'll be okay. You know, I, I getting three so. squares, and you know, he won't have to worry about dropping the soap or anything. He'll be okay. Right. He'll be okay. And then he can work on his next invention because you know that's kind of what he does. <laughs> but any of it, listeners, we appreciate you listening to us. Um, if you like what we're doing, share the show. Uh, if you really, really like what we're doing, we ask if you're on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. It really helps people find the show. Um, and also, uh, you know, if you want to be, if you want to help the network, if you want to uh, have access to premium content for any other shows on the Rare Sonos Network, you can do that by becoming a premium member uh, for a little less than the cost of, uh, of, uh, of your favorite Starbucks beverage. I do not know why that motherfucker is running for president. I don't understand.
Anybody <laughs> right. can do it. Jeff Bezos made his fucking fucking well run. Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk at the same damn time. Anybody can do it. Yeah. I digress. For less than a cup of, <laughs> of your, a cup of coffee of your favorite beverage at Starbucks, four ninety nine, you get to be a premium member that will give you access to premium episodes where each co-host on all the rare sun and television shows, such as the Mothership, the No Nonsense Show, Musical Love Life, BTG for President. Uh, each of the co-hosts have other uh, essentially personalized podcasts where they talk about whatever's on their mind at the time. You'll have access to that. You'll have access to show archives. Uh, anytime a show reaches over 100 episodes, the other shows get bumped to archives. And so, you know, that's one great way to help us. We appreciate you. As always, feel free to give us feedback. I'm still looking for more people to join the Slack room. We've had a few new additions. It's been good. And we want more. If you'd like to join the Slack room, it costs you nothing more than a profile picture. Maybe it's even yours. Email rarestonus.com and ask for interest in the Slack room. And I assure you, there's a very good chance you will find yourself in the Slack room where you can interact with myself and be honest, all day, er day. In any event, it's been black on both sides. Nothing is black and white. Peace. <laughs>